Hello, everyone. My name is Jacob, and I know way too much about pop culture. I'm Sin, and I know way too little about pop culture. Welcome to Cultured and Uncultured, where we blurt out and nerd out over some of the best media in pop culture. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. This is our first episode, and we're going to start with maybe maybe the most famous uh, pop culture movie uh, of all time. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm sure everyone has their opinions, but this is probably the biggest one so far. Uh, and this, we're watching Star Wars because because sin. You've never you've never seen any Star Wars movies. No, no, I've not seen like any semblance of Star Wars media like at all, which is crazy because of how relevant it still continues to be. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, what what do you know? Um, what do you know? Luke, I am your father. <laughs> oh, okay. and well, you don't need to know that yet. Shh, shh. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers, no okay. spoilers. And and um, there's there's like lightsabers and shit. There's that. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. You you know you know Luke. You know that he guy. Yeah. You know someone's his dad. Someone. Someone's his dad. All right. Uh huh. Well, we'll see. We'll see who his dad is. We don't know. We know. I have no idea. Yeah. Um. But yes, we are gonna be watching. We're watching the first Star Wars movie ever released, but it's technically the sixth in chronological order. Oh. Um, the Star Wars timeline is is very messy. Very very messy. Uh. So is so is the MCU. Star Wars is a little bit messier though. But we'll we'll be getting into both of those. But I I think. I a lot of people do like to show people episode one, like the earliest movie in the timeline. But I think it's it's a more effective experience if we start with the oldest one that was made. So we're gonna go with that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I was I was a little bit yeah. confused on that because I figured uh, with it just being such a huge franchise, there was a lot to go off of, and I figured. Just as you said, similar to the MCU, timelines are confusing, and I wasn't sure which one I was even seeing. So thanks for clearing that up. Mm-hmm. We are seeing episode four, A New Hope. When it was released, it was just known as Star Wars. Okay. But it's now episode four, A New Hope. Uh, all right. <laughs> but it's even though technically it is the sixth movie in the timeline. Uh, it goes by trilogies. There's like two spin-off yeah. movies that take place like a bit earlier than A New Hope. Uh-huh. But it goes by trilogies, and this is the first episode of the original trilogy, 1977. We're going to get into something later. It's not, 1977 is not the exact date we're going to be seeing this movie in, but uh, I'm going to touch on that after we see the movie. Okay. I'm going to see if you can pinpoint what I'm talking about after we watch the movie. Scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, is, that, is that how you feel? Is that how you feel? You're, you're scared to watch this for the first time? Why are you scared you're not going to like it or something? Maybe. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Because, um, like, uh, within a general, I've, I've heard uh, kind of mixed conversation about it when I told people, that you know, hey, I'm going to be watching Star Wars for the first time. I've, I've gotten a little bit of mixed reception to that. Some people are like, oh, you'll like it. And other people are like, you're not going to like it. <laughs> so. Uh, there's there's a few movies 
actually there's a solid amount of movies that a lot of people there's a lot of discourse about like oh do you like this do you not like this i don't know but i think it's pretty solid in agreement that at least the first two movies uh are good i think they are i think they're some of the best movies okay gotcha i love them i love them to death um (laughs) but uh there are i do have i do have problems and i have a lot to say but we're going to say that after we watch the movie Woo! now do you you have anything else you want to add on like impressions or okay uh, concerns or anything yeah um based on like first impression i okay all all i know is just like some semblance of like basic character designs i barely know any names like of course i know uh just standard meme culture how it's uh, like infiltrated a little bit as i mentioned earlier it's like all i know about the movie so just within first impressions, I don't know if this is something I'm only going to, like, enjoy, like, semi-ironically or something, or if I'm gonna actually think this is, like, good. I don't know. I I'll, I, I guess I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out. Yeah, it, it is It is campy. I love camp. Yeah, they, they are, they're very campy. They're, they're made in the 70s. Uh-huh. Like, this is, it is, a lot of it is, like, action schlock but they they do have a few times where they they try to like hit those little emotional moments but really it's all just about the journey it's about the the war Mm -hmm. star war the war in the stars i see i see um but you're gonna you're probably gonna see and recognize so much more from like stuff you've seen before Mm -hmm. i know you said you've seen all the memes but i'm sure there's a lot of memes that are based off this stuff that you just no. Yeah, and just like general uh, within, uh, like also Easter eggs within other, you know, uh, you know, movies mm-hmm. and television. Yep, yep. But it's not like this movie is wholly original either. Like, it of course has a bunch of like inspiration. Yeah, yeah. I might get into later. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, but it was fully impactful in its own right. It's fully shaped our culture, which is why we're gonna watch it. We are going to watch it right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We're gonna watch it right now. Yeah, right okay, now. Okay, guys. Right now. All right. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna leave you here for about two hours. Uh, you have to stay on. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be like a two-hour chunk where there's just like absolutely nothing there. <laughs> uh, just just wait for us to finish. Um, thank you. And uh, I'm just I'm just I'm just fucking with you. We're gonna. We're gonna <laughs> right after watching the movie. <laughs> And we're back, I guess. We're back! <laughs> All right. A little R2-D2 noise now. That's what we're going to call it now. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. Because now you know what that means. I do! That's crazy. Uh, That's crazy. I like it. All right. Uh, well, let's... What, what did you think, huh? Wow. Okay. So, I don't know what I was expecting. I guess it was kind of like aligned to that a bit, I guess, but I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. No, that was that was that was great. All right, hey, there we go. Yeah. And I, as we're as we're going to the movie, so it seems like uh, your favorite part were the were the droids. Mm. Yeah. 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 I I definitely uh, yeah, the character that my brain is currently latching onto is C three PO. Um, yeah, he's he's my favorite. <laughs> he's my favorite now. <laughs> he's he's so silly and so me (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh c3 and r2 they're they're kind of like a a sort of like a linchpin sort of thing they're Mm. they're like always present in like star wars media yeah i like that i like that a lot they're they're 
classic like foil to each other it, it's so great mm-hmm. how there it's just these two two little droids <laughs> who like one it doesn't speak Archie doesn't speak but you know you know what he's feeling yeah yeah no like, what i liked about him so much is that despite the fact that he has no like you know sensical dialogue aside from a bunch of beeping and booping he has a clear character and personality, and I think mm-hmm. that is so cool how they were able to do that. Yeah, and same like with all the aliens that were yeah. in the movie, like with Chewbacca and all the all those goofy aliens in the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I thought the costuming was really cool. Like it was it was all mm-hmm. just really interesting, and you know all of these random made up aliens and stuff. I think they were all I don't know they were all just really fun. Their character designs were all really cool. And um, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. And 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 it was like it felt real, right? Like yeah. Just the kind of that's that's why practical effects are so good. Yeah. That's why I, I wanted to get into this. Um, I, that's why like the worst part of the movie for me is when there's CGI. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure you you it was pretty obvious yeah. when it popped up. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, Those CGI bits. Uh huh. Um. See, see, the thing is. Okay, so there's the original movie, but then I think in like nineteen like eighty somewhere in the eighties, and then like again in like the nineties or two thousands, there's multiple re-releases of the movie mm-hmm. where they added uh, deleted scenes or uh, just added new like special effects shots, okay. all the CGI because CGI didn't exist in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, yeah. So that's. Yeah, the, the, all those CGI scenes were, like, added, like, afterwards. These are, like, additions to the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's... it. It's not too bad here, um, but I think in, in some of the later movies, um, just just the addition... I, I think that it, none of those stuff they added with CGI was ever, like, worth it. And it kind of, like, broke the immersion a little bit because mm-hmm. that stuff, since it's, like, early CGI, it's so obviously, like, fake. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, you'll, you'll see Jabba again later, but he's not going to be CGI. That, okay. that, that slug, that, yeah, that slug he guy. Looked, he looked so goofy. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he returns later, but not CGI, full practical, and it is so good. Yeah. It, it, it is it is upsetting, like, because all, all the other effects being, like, all practical, it looks just so good. Mm-hmm. And, like, you'll see more, like, with those, those space battles, all, like, the sets, all the aliens. It just, oh, I, I love the look and what you were going at earlier with, like, R2-D2. The, the sound design mm-hmm. is just the best. Like, the music and all the sound effects. The music was so good. Just, I love the soundtrack so much. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, everyone knows. Like, it's fucking, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Like, it is probably the most, like most famous like movie soundtracks mm-hmm. of all time yeah as i have i have all those like all those tunes burned into my brain <laughs> because like one this movie but like two all like the star wars games like the lego games yeah i was gonna like, say they, they use the same music in the games for specific sections like and i'm just like that makes sense especially for like me in my brain not really knowing all that that much about you know star wars in general one of the brands that my brain knows to tie it to is lego <laughs> oh no i mean yeah. i discovered star wars through lego oh. uh, my, my friend yeah my, my friend joe he 
I played Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga at his house. I'm like, oh, that's that's fun. And so I talked to my uh, my and Joe was like, oh, yeah, this is like based on like some movies. I'm like, oh, really? I thought it was just an original game sort of thing. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so I went home and I asked my dad. And I was like, hey, dad, you know about Star Wars? And it's that classic where my dad was like, oh. Yes. And he like he went into like the cabinet and he fished out. He had like a a box set of the three original movies on VHS. Oh. And that's that's why I kind of prefer like the older version without the CGI, as that's what I saw first. Yeah. But like pre CGI, none of those other effects. What I find, I I'm really upset that that's not available like on disney plus Mm -hmm. like it's only that version it's only that most updated version i can't watch the original version of it for any of those movies that's sad yeah i i know you think it's just making them better but shouldn't you like have shouldn't we have the option yeah (laughs) other stuff yeah but um but yeah i was so was it what i what i find is because especially star wars it is not a single movie experience sort of thing mm-hmm. how, how did it like feel as a single experience like do you feel like satisfied with how I... it wraps everything up okay okay so i think i think so i think with what i saw i i would be completely satisfied um however um i feel like for like the loose ends that were not tied and whatnot i don't know maybe maybe i would just like letting my brain wander and some of these things were answered but my brain is just like not latching onto them but um just like for the things that weren't uh you know tied up and like given conclusive answers on i would i i would be interested seeing where that kind of stuff goes i i'm contemplating being able to maybe watch uh some of the um other at least at least at least the next movie i'm not sure about because it's, it's it's a big franchise right i don't think i want to get oh, into all that but <laughs> i okay i've watched a lot of it I yeah think i've watched all of it um and you don't you don't have to see everything mm-hmm. and i'm sure a lot of people will be like don't watch the sequel trilogy the, the trilogy that was released like just a few years ago a lot of people that's very divisive um we'll see if we can get to that i don't know but i definitely just want to show you the original trilogy maybe the prequel stuff yeah yeah i'm i'm interested in the original trilogy i think that's that's probably where my brain is gonna like draw the line most likely okay okay yeah, yeah um because what i find so interesting like watching this like knowing everything else it is like really surprising um I, like how much there how much it feels like a part four like even though this was made on its own first yeah like it it feels there's so much like oh there's so much backstory in this universe there's so much history to these characters definitely and that's what i was thinking also while watching it um these characters felt so established especially considering you said this is the one that you know came first like on its own Mm -hmm. Like, that's crazy to me because of how in-depth, like, the world was thought out and how much, like, working parts there are to it. It's it's so, it, like, it boggles my mind. Yeah. Uh, it is, George Lucas, he was, like, the, he came up with the idea of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is so fascinating how he, how he was just able to do that. And it's always hard to, like, believe, like, some people when they talk about their projects, like, 
he goes in and he's like, oh yeah, when I was going in making this movie, you know, like I came in knowing this was episode four, but we didn't market it that way because no one would, everyone would be so confused. So I just called it Star Wars, but I always knew it was episode four. And I'm, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I can see, because there obviously are a lot of loose ends yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. And like, you can see where that would be built up on in future movies, but I don't know how much. He really did plan out. He says he's he planned out the whole thing, but I I don't know. It's George Lucas. I like I'm I'm gonna like send you a lot of stuff after this about him. He's okay. such an interesting man. Yeah. Like, um, but it's really not just him. As you'll see, if we ever get to the prequels, uh, when he got like so rich and famous, he was basically able to do whatever he wanted with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the later movies, uh, and it didn't end so well. Um, thing is, with this movie, which is really cool, um, so much of it was, like, fixed on the editing room floor. Like, there was a lot, like, the movie was kind of like a jumbled mess. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm going to cover this later. I, I, like, researched this, like, a while ago. So it is a, a little foggy, but, like, there was a whole, the, the, the studio, we, there was, like, so much footage, and they didn't really know what to do. Um, but then I think it was, like, George Lucas's uh, wife was the uh, editor of the movie. Oh. And she basically, like, patched a more coherent story like, out of it. Um, I, I think one fact of that is, uh, you know, the whole thing of the Death Star and how it's orbiting around the planet, and it's going to... Um, be, be able to destroy the, the rebel base in, like, so-and-so minutes. Like, it's a time crunch sort of thing. That was not in the movie before it got on the editing room floor. That was all stuff that was added in post. When you look at it, knowing that, it's kind of easy to tell is it's not something that's ever strictly said, um, like, outside of, uh, outside of, like, voiceover from, like, the computer yeah. little thing. Uh-huh. That's the only time. Like, when you think about that, it, it's it's really obvious, but they, like, patch it together so well and it adds so much more stakes to the movie. Mm-hmm, really definitely. Yeah. And, like, there was a bunch of scenes on Tatooine, like, before, like, Luke gets fully involved, like, scenes with Biggs, like, the character you see by the end, Luke's friend, mm-hmm. that he meets up with the other X-Wing pilot. Yeah. Uh, he... He had, like, a bunch of scenes with Luke before, but all those got cut for timing. And it just, it makes it a lot more concise. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, It's just really cool how a lot of that stuff was added in post. Like, just, unless you would have told me that, I wouldn't have known. And that's crazy. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. It, 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 is, it is really seamless. It's, what's cool about a lot of, about, like, the, the original trilogy and a lot of, and some other Star Wars stuff it is such a collaborative project and kind of just like the, the story of Star Wars itself, it's like kind of kind of like a happy accident, mm-hmm. how, how good it is. And it's like, oh, this just happened to be amazing. Like all, all these different people coming in with these things and it just makes this little spark that makes something awesome. That's, it's, it's just so cool. 
I, I'm, I, I could rant about Star Wars a lot, mm-hmm. but it's definitely something we can get more into later. Definitely. As time goes on. Yeah. As no, you, like, know more. This movie is just so fun. I, I enjoy it. I, I, I can see what you mean when you, you know, call, called it pretty campy. I, I, I enjoyed it, though. I, I liked that aspect oh, yeah. of it a lot. Yeah. So it was, um, it was really interesting as, as it was this grand story, but it was told in just such a simple and, like, on way yeah uh, that that's that's how it got like so many people in love with it because mm-hmm. of this accessibility like anyone can watch star wars sure like some kids would be like oh my gosh they turned those people into skeletons and maybe they'd like cry all, but they don't even dwell on that they don't dwell on the dark stuff too much yeah i i noticed that rousing music the big moments uh-huh. yeah no luke like lost all of the most prominent people in his life and he was like well time to time to go on <laughs> continue <laughs> Nothing left for me here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. The other funny thing, like, you see in a bunch of, like, if you look up interviews with, like, the cast members, a a lot of them had no idea what they were doing. Especially with, like, a lot of the dialogue being, like, so weird as it is. Yeah. It's, like, a lot of them, like, I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) And basically all of them were like that. It's so, and and Harrison Ford, he was, uh, he was Han Solo. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Smuggler guy. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. Of course, these actors are gonna be known for these roles and mainly just these roles. Uh, and Harrison Ford hates that so much. Oh. <laughs> I. It's hard to tell if if it's even like a bit or not. But there was like this one, um, like <laughs> interview done with Harrison Ford like a few years ago, and he's like. It was for, like, a movie that wasn't Star Wars. Yeah. But then, like, someone brought up a Star Wars said, like, oh, what, what, uh, what would you think about this? I, f- I forgot the question, but Harrison Ford just responds, I wish George Lucas would die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's funny. It is. It is so funny. He's <laughs> so cranky. So, were you, like, actually emotionally invested in the movie? Okay. It is really challenging for me to get emotionally invested in something that I cannot outright, like, draw direct comparison to within my own life. So, um, while I do think I I genuinely care about these characters, especially while the movie was happening, I'm not really sure if I can outright say I was emotionally invested, I guess, like... I was, I was interested in their journey, obviously, because I was watching the movie and I was paying attention to it. Uh, that, that is very telling as it is because, um, I, I have issues with, uh, doing that. If I don't like something, I'm not going to pay attention to it all that closely. You know that, but, um, yeah, I, I would say... To the extent I can be emotionally invested in something that feels so outlandish to what is actually real, <laughs> um, I I would I would say so. I would say so. And that's honestly one of the things that I like about this movie so much also. How invested I was able to get despite the fact that these characters are basically 
not relatable to me throughout their like you know day-to-day problems right on any actual real level i mean you know these these are all just a bunch of like random aliens right (laughs) but no no it's they're they're cool random aliens (laughs) yeah but then they also like have personal struggles that are like going along with that like luke just always aspires for more he Mm -hmm. just wants more out of life Uh, like leia she just has a strong duty to what's right mm-hmm. and has um, has a duty to her people even though and she just watches all her people die yeah and it's like that that is like so out there but that's still connected to you know losing a loved one mm-hmm. and, and then there's like han solo who would only think about himself he had to learn to you know accept other people and not just be in it for the money see, you see all these things and they're all like so simple but you know mix them all together with this these giant stakes of fucking death star blowing up planets and all that and it just becomes all that more grand mm-hmm. yeah I, I found i found the uh on the harrison ford article what mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just so many questions there. it's so funny what would you say are the top 10 most iconic scenes in the star wars franchise harrison ford the space one <laughs> <laughs> and oh here it is what is han solo's favorite color i wish george lucas would die <laughs> i fantasize often about his death i used to imagine myself being what? the one to kill him my hand slowly closing around his throat as he yelps like one of those disgusting little creatures <laughs> these days i'm so selfish i don't need to be the one to do the job i just need him gone from this earth george if you're reading this and I know you are. I hope you die. No. <laughs> nah, nah. If that if that's a bit, that's funny as hell. <laughs> I think so. I mean, it's he he doesn't really like Star Wars. I think uh, he even like championed him to like have a heroic death in this movie, mm-hmm. so he never had to come for like another one. <laughs> but he did. Uh, you know, money. Money enough, you know, he was in it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, there is also what I like, there is such a good chemistry between the characters mm-hmm. as well, like, especially like Han, Luke, and Leia. They just have such a good chemistry. I think that's how it really engages you. Because first you have, like, R2 and, like, C-3PO, and they just bounce off each other, like, so well, even though one of them doesn't talk. Yeah. They just have such a fun dynamic. It's just, like, then, like, good energy. I like it. Yeah. Uh, you get to, like, Luke, Leia, and Han, and they just all, like, bounce off each other so well, too. I mean, the, the cast did become, like, lifelong friends sort of thing, so that's always nice to see. Yeah, definitely. I mean, after working on such a big project together and whatnot, I mean, it, it would make it would make a lot of sense, especially with how big the franchise has gotten. Like, it has reached so much fame. I just, I love all those, all those actors. And like, Mar- Mark Hamill, who is Luke Skywalker, he just has such a fun voice. It's just like the way he, like, yells. It's just so fun. You know, he's actually, um, he's actually a very pretty prominent voice actor. Oh. He voices, uh, the Joker in most of the, uh, animated stuff. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, James Earl Jones as, uh, Darth Vader. The voice of Darth Vader. Because Darth Vader is played by two people. There was one guy who was, like, acting in the body. He, like, played him 
on screen and then James Earl Jones was the voice of him and like dubbed it over. Mm, okay. It's just such an iconic voice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm just like, it's like it, it gets like even more like threatening in the future movies because he doesn't he doesn't do too much here, but just like ooh, it just sounds like so kind of evil. I guess I guess is the right word is just no, it just I, sounds like that makes sense. Worldly. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And there's I I really I really like especially because you know when franchises go on longer they always try to explain everything. Yep. But in this the force is just kind of this like nebulous sort of concept. I I always like kind of you're not gonna understand this, but like people who watch this who seen a lot more star wars I, I i prefer that to what they like kind of do with it as it goes on i like the force this like nebulous sort of thing i i think uh george lucas commented on it like earlier as he was kind of inspired as like a buddhist sort of way like mm. that's how he like force in like the original movies and I, I just i really like that where it's just this all powerful unknowable force that's just like it's its own thing and anyone can access it's it, it's really cool yeah. What, what did you think of the Force? Because really, it doesn't have too much of an impact on this story. But like, what did it like make you feel? It's hard. It's hard for me to like outright say. I guess. Um, I don't know. For me, it just like as you said, it has no greater effects like on the over on the overlooming story really. Um, but like you know, conceptually, I don't know. It's, it's very interesting how it's used and how it's brought out and brought up so many times throughout the film. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it. Yeah, it's like the only... I, I find it interesting, they like build up this stuff with like the Jedi and the lightsabers. But Luke never uses the lightsaber in mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. It, it's just him you know, uh, giving in to the Force and like using that to send the bombs into the death star yeah i i think that's like the biggest reason why i'm kind of just like oh i i guess i see there's definitely a plan for future movies because luke never actually uses the lightsaber he never becomes it like a jedi mm-hmm. yeah and that leaves a lot of room for expansion but like when this was coming out the studio who, who made this they had no faith in it uh, no like fox they they had no faith in star wars they did not think it was gonna do well it was like so little like George Lucas, he thought it was gonna be a big hit. Our studio didn't think so, so they kind of just didn't care. They just funded it as much as they needed to and just let him go off. But because of that, they didn't realize they gave him they gave him the sequel and merchandise rights, hmm. and that is why he is so rich, <laughs> and so like famous today, is because he had the the studio because usually the studio would have the rights yeah. to make sequels to the movies and everything and like get money from merchandise and stuff like that but no because they had so little faith that star wars would even do well they just gave him the rights to it that's really funny so yeah you know that's slick on their foot and there's, there's so many studios that do that where they just like they don't have any faith in a project it turns out to be star wars yeah like how Nickelodeon had no faith in Adventure Time and just like mm-hmm. didn't accept it. Yeah. And they replaced it with Fanboy and Chum Chum. To be fair, Fanboy and Chum Chum was an interesting show. <laughs> I watched it as a kid, but yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining about how it found its 
found its way to Cartoon Network. I, I, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, but it's it's just like um, you 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 really really didn't see the true potential there. Mm-hmm. But okay, okay. Um, back to Star Wars. Okay. What would you give this movie out of ten? Out of ten? Oof. Okay. I'm gonna you give can it. Use, like you can use decimal. No, no, I don't. I don't think I need decimals. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it an eight. All right, all right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I think what I, I had this movie, I, I reviewed it on my own little like Instagram or whatever. I think I gave it a nine out of ten, but just because like with all like the other knowledge, like it, it really gives you more of an appreciation for this movie, mm-hmm. like knowing where it goes and knowing like all the stuff that's built up upon here. Like, how, like, fascinating it is that it, it was able to do all this setup for just itself. It's, of course, very nostalgic for me. Yeah. Um, now, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm completely without the nostalgia factor for this uh, movie mm-hmm. in the first place. Like, I'm completely unbiased towards, you know, viewing it in childhood because I, I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't know. There's, like, I, I know it is very clearly... An, like an older movie as you said it was from the, the 70s 70s you said 1977 1977 I mean it is it is clear when it was made but it didn't age all too poorly and there's something just like so timeless about it like it, it makes it makes sense as to why it's still so popular yeah I'm very happy you feel that way <laughs> I'm happy I feel that way too I like Star uh, Wars <laughs> Yeah, it's cool, and we'll definitely we're definitely checking out at least the full original trilogy. Woo! Um, definitely, Empire Strikes Back, the, the sequel to this, is viewed as like one of the best movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be really fun to see what your thoughts on that are. I'm excited. But yeah, hey, now I guess you're just a little bit more cultured. Just a little. And this was this was good. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well. I guess this might, unless you have anything else you want to say, any other, like, points of discussion, anything that, like, really stood out to you. Mm. I think, I think. All right. But hey, it's a solid movie, and that's what's good. Mm -hmm. Thank you for (laughs) showing it to me. Yeah, of course. And, um, we'll, we'll keep you posted, and now we're just gonna, what, we're gonna be doing Avengers next or something? Is that... I think we're planning on. I think <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit was next on the list, actually. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Just see the other sort of things, the, uh, the older movies produced. Like, oh, I'm, I am more biased toward older movies as, like, CGI can be really good. But as you can see in, in even this movie, it sometimes, you know, takes a bit out of it. I am just such a sucker for 2D animation. I I love it way too much. So I'm 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 really I'm really excited for it. You know. Yeah. Oh, just one thing I wanted to say is just the miniature work in this movie. Like that's how they did most of this is just making a miniature. The Death Star. I was yeah. Like the sand crawlers, um, which is the the thing those little guys were Mm -hmm. in. Yeah. Like that that big like tank sort of thing. Mm Oh, just the miniature work is so impressive, and I love it. And it just gets more impressive as the movies go on. But it's just, I, I love the detail. And that's how it kind of feels timeless, because, like, the miniatures, they're just so 
so detailed that it just like you know if it wasn't for like the the not as good camera quality i like i wouldn't be able to tell the difference yeah and that's that's just what really made movies that much more like immersive back in the day was just that that, that realness you could really like see what was happening mm-hmm. anyways I, that's enough out of me nerding out <laughs> i'm glad you have stayed with us and went on this little journey and we're gonna keep on going taking along all the little pieces of culture that i think make the world a better place <laughs> It, it was a fun time. I hope I hope you will all join us next time. <laughs> yes, as we continue on this enlightening journey. <laughs> really, it's just movies I find. We, we find really fun. I want to talk about. I want to gush about. So, yeah. Yay! Hope you like this too. <laughs> so, how do we want to sign off? You, you want to take you want to take the lead here? Okay, I don't know. Um. <laughs> Okay. Um well, um <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, if you guys like this episode, I I would be I would be really happy if you guys would be able to uh, you know, follow us wherever to uh, you know, keep up with our future episodes and hopefully this will be going on for a long time and I'm I'm really excited to continue work on this because this is this has been really fun. And I'm excited. <laughs> and I'm excited too. Yay. Okay. Well, this has been Sin and Jacob on Culture and Uncultured. And we will see that you're Jacob. You're thank Don't you. Point to me. I can't see you. <laughs> okay. And you will hear us next time. Yeah.